With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined by Gregor Chisholm and Jordan Bastian. And we are here at Progressive Field to preview the American League Championship Series between the Cleveland Indians and the Toronto Blue Jays. And gentlemen, uh, first of all, we have to point out that this is the, the not just the ALCS, but the uh, Major League Bastion Series. There you uh, go. Jordan's former stomping grounds in Toronto ceded the beat to Gregor. And now here we are, these two teams going mano a mano. It's a pretty interesting storyline, is it not? Yeah, I mean, everyone talks about Antonetti versus Shapiro, but this is Gregor versus Jordan. I mean, that's this is the Bastion Cup right here. Definitely. And on that note, Mark Shapiro, of course, leaves the Indians after 24 years a year ago, and now here we are, him and Ross Atkins facing their former club. I know it has zero impact whatsoever on the field, but Gregor, what are your thoughts on, on how that's come together here? I think it's a little bit of vindication for Shapiro just because he came into a, a very difficult situation in Toronto, taking over, uh, and then Alex Anthopoulos leaving, who Anthopoulos was a, was a big-time fan favorite by the time everything wrapped up in 2015, and Shapiro came into a very tough spot, and I think a lot of people were critical of what happened in, in Cleveland, but now he kind of looks back a year from now obviously the Indians are in very good shape so it's vindication for what he's doing in Toronto and, and also the history that he had with the Indians as well. Obviously both of these front offices had strong years uh, to, to get these clubs at this point and round out the rosters and from the Indians perspective Andrew Miller was a huge addition and we saw that in the division series let's talk about the tribes pitching staff coming in obviously the rotation took major hits late in the season with the losses of Carlos Carrasco and Danny Salazar had no impact whatsoever on the division series. Right. In that series, Terry Francona was very aggressive with his bullpen, very aggressive with his use of Miller in, in particular. Best of seven is different than a best of five. Talk about how the rotation shapes up for, for this series and also the bullpen. Well, it's going to be those same three, Kluber, Bauer, and Tomlin, and then it's that, that fourth spot that's really going to be the wild card. Mike Clevenger, the rookie, is going to get the ball. He hasn't been stretched out over the ALDS, so it's going to be a bullpen day, essentially. They did it a few times in September. They had designated bullpen days. They also had 28 relievers in the bullpen in September where they could cover it. So it's going to be a little bit different, um, but I think we've seen so far the way Francona has leveraged that bullpen. I just don't know if you're going to be able to see those 40-pitch outings from Miller and Allen. He's going to have to be really more cognizant of the games that are following the game at hand, even though he tries to take that, you know, winner-go-home mentality for every single game. So there's going to be a balancing act there, and they've told Clevenger, just give us as much as you can for as long as you can. That might be one inning. I don't know. So that'll be a really interesting situation. I think that's where the Blue Jays kind of have an advantage is just the way their the depth of their rotation stacks up. And, and Terry Francona said never say never, but it, it seems like they're, they're pretty strong against the use of Corey Kluber on short rest. Yeah, I think if they wound up, wound up in an elimination-type situation, uh, I think Mickey Calloway, the pitching coach, said pitchers will be coming out of the woodwork volunteering to pitch. You know, so if they end up in a do-or-die, you know, I wouldn't rule that out, bringing back Kluber, Bauer, somebody on short rest. But right now, the way it's situated, it's going to be Clevenger in Game 4. 
And Gregor, the Blue Jays pitching staff is really underrated this season. I felt uh, people talk about the Indians rotation being so strong going into the year. Blue Jays ended up being right there with them in, in a lot of metrics. And uh, just talk about how their rotation shapes up for the series. We know it's Marco Estrada in game one. Uh, as of this moment, not confirmed beyond that point. But, but how's the rotation looking? And I think they'll probably go with Jay Happ in, in game two. The other possibility is Marcus Stroman. But you're going to see uh, those two followed by Aaron Sanchez. The one thing that they're moving Aaron Sanchez back a little bit just because they've been keeping a close eye on right. his innings all year. But the rotation has been a strength for this team all year. It's going to have to be a strength um, in this series if the Blue Jays are going to advance. They've had a lot of issues down in the bullpen. Now, the bullpen did a very good job in the ALDS against Texas, but you kind of wonder how long they're going to be able to keep that up. Um, really bridging the gap to Osuna is the biggest issue that they've had for a while. So really, they need to get uh, good outings and they need to get deep outings from their starters in order to, to really excel in this series. But it has been the strength of this team all year, and so uh, if, if they're going to do well, it's going to have to continue to be one. Yeah, Joaquin Benoit was, was such a huge addition for that club midseason. Yeah. Of course, he is out uh, as he was in the division series. Uh, so that's a big issue for their bullpen. But let's talk about Sanchez for a second. Just uh, you know, the way they managed his innings all year has been really a source of intrigue and interest. And you have to admire the way they've, they've handled it because we've seen other situations where uh, a, a young starter with, with a major jump in, in innings workload is just kind of shut down towards the end of the season. They've they've rigged it to the point where he's still viable here in the middle of October. Yeah, exactly. And I think they deserve credit for kind of having an open mind about the entire situation because really from day one in spring training, um, after it kind of looked like he was going to make the rotation the plan all along was for him to go to the bullpen and they stuck with that for several months and then the trade deadline came and they added a guy like Francisco Liriano they came out and said he was going to the Sanchez was going to the bullpen uh, but the players inside the clubhouse weren't happy about it the, there was a lot of negative reaction in the press and, and I, I think overall the the front office along with John Gibbons sat down and they they rethought what was best for this team and they found a way to kind of manipulate the schedule so that there was a few starts where Aaron Sanchez was skipped entirely that actually could be a little bit beneficial for him in this scenario too because of the irregularity of postseason starts and schedules he's used to having that downtime between starts now so that actually could be an advantage but if they didn't do that earlier in the season he's not available in this series as a starter and that's obviously where uh, most of his value lies let's talk about these lineups a little bit the indians uh if the blue jays had an underrated pitching staff the indians had an underrated offense they were second in the american league in runs behind boston and uh, they outslugged Boston in, in that division series. And really the surprising thing is what they got from the bottom third of the order in that series. Yeah, guys like Roberto Perez came up big. Coco Crisp, uh, who was a trade acquisition in August, had a big home run. Tyler Naquin made the team out of spring training as a rookie. You know, had a big hit. Brandon Geyer, another trade acquisition, had a three-for-three three game. Lonnie Chisinau got a start against a lefty, came through with a homer. So it's like Terry Francona not only was getting production from the bottom, he was pulling the right levers and uh, getting the production from those guys. So that's going to be big. And it'll be interesting because when you look at both of these teams, they went about it differently. But across the board, they are, they are very, very even offensively. Toronto hit more home runs. The Indians stole more bases, uh, moved up on bases a, a lot more. So I just think it's going to be a very evenly matched series when, in, when it comes to the offense. And Gregor, the, the Blue Jays' bats didn't quite love, live up to expectations for the season in that we all expected they're going to be scoring five, six runs routinely every night. That wasn't the case. But they're coming in this series very strong in that middle of the order, and those guys have all been hot uh, so far in October. They really have, and it kind of shows you how much can change in this sport in the span of a week. I mean, the Jays scored the fewest amount of runs of anybody in the American League in the month of September, went 11-16 and, and kind of limped into the playoffs. And uh, 
uh, that put some serious doubt on whether or not they were going to be able to do much of anything in, in the postseason. And then going into that final series in the regular season against Boston, something kind of just clicked there, and uh, they really rode that all the way through into the Texas series. And obviously the home runs came back. Uh, they, they got home runs from seven different guys, and that's kind of the strength of this team. And when they hit home runs, uh, they win more often than not and then their their record without home runs is, is really quite poor because they have struggled to manufacture a lot of runs we've seen a little bit more of that in the last few weeks of the season um, once Ezekiel Carrera got in the lineup right. and uh, they made some changes there so there is a little bit more of an ability to create some runs but still this team lives or dies uh, with the home run and that's going to have to be a key to their victory as well all right let's talk about x factors for this series Jordan we'll start with you who is one guy on the Indians roster who you think could really swing this series one way or the other you know what that's I would go with Roger Davis, but I would team him with first base coach Sandy Alomar Jr. He is a guru when it comes to reading pitchers, finding uh, tendencies from the guys on the mound with the catchers as well. 20 years in the big leagues as a catcher, you know, he's become one of the best in the game and, and a huge role in the running game for the Indians. And when you look at the Indians base running, not just in terms of stolen bases, but moving up on, uh, you know, taking extra bases, moving up on balls. They're one of the best in the American League, one of the best in baseball. And when you look at the Blue Jays, they were near the bottom in the American League in stopping the running game. Whether it was Russell Martin or the pitcher's times at the plate, it was a combination that could be something the Indians could take advantage of. So I think having Rajay Davis, who can steal a bag and really impact the offensive game by turning a walk or a single into an extra base hit, and having Sandy Alomar there to help some of the other guys kind of pick up on something uh, tendency-wise, I think that's going to be something that the Indians are going to really focus on and could make a big difference this series. Gregor, how about you? Who's the next factor for the Blue Jays here? I'm going to go with a bit of an obvious one probably and, and say Roberto Osuna just because uh, the bullpen has been kind of overmatched down there for such a long period of time and they really need uh, a lot of innings out of him and his workload coming into the series is a little bit of a question mark. I think he was probably more than anyone benefited from the four days off in between series uh, because he had the sh shoulder soreness in the wildcard game against Baltimore. He wasn't available in game one of the DS against Texas, but then he came back in each of the next two games after that and, and did a multi inning appearance and, and really the Blue Jays have to get that from him. They've been concerned about that workload uh, but they haven't been able to avoid it simply because they need that from him so much so he's going to need to be able to go uh, in pretty much every game that the Blue Jays have the lead and he's probably going to need to be able to do it for more than three outs so it's going to be interesting to see how his health holds up with his arm and his shoulder. Yeah, the Indians got to Osuna here uh, in Cleveland in August and it just makes you reflect on the regular season series between these two clubs. It's yeah. Very evenly matched. 19 inning game in Toronto, uh, three one run games here in Cleveland in August. It, it, it's, it, it seems as, as closely paired as you could hope for a postseason series to be. Yeah, exactly. And as you mentioned, the, the rotations were very similar. Blue Jays had the edge there. The Indians had the slight edge when it came to the bullpen, especially in the playoffs and down the stretch in the season. Offensively, they're very same across the board. I mean, this could be a six, seven game type series, just given the way they line up on paper. Let's get you guys on the record here. Gregor, I want to start with you. What's your prediction for this series? Uh, I'll say Blue Jays in six. Okay. And what's the reason behind that prediction? Uh, I think the, the rotation is going to carry them uh, like it has for a while, and, and I think the offense has, has kind of found a little bit of a groove. And it's going to be interesting to see if that layoff impacts that. Uh, but this is the best baseball that the Blue Jays have really been playing all season, and it kind of started a couple of weeks ago. Jordan? Yeah, this is tough. Um, you know, I'd probably lean Blue Jays in seven just, again, because of the strength of that rotation. But, you know, having said that, the uh, the Indians, every time they've been counted out, you know, they have uh, made up the difference in a lot of other different ways and been very creative and unconventional. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Indians pulled this off, but I think the Blue Jays, just given the rotation depth, have the advantage. All right, there you have it. They're pro Blue Jays for this one. We'll see how it all turns out. Thanks for tuning in to our American League Championship Series preview. 
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.